Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kaye and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Sibling on this podcast with Kathy. Today I might have a co-host because I have a girl calling in. I'm very excited. I never have girls call in. Um, she's actually a listener of the show. And so I might, if she wants, if she's looking for, you know, because of course she's asking about a guy. And um, I have a guy friend of mine named John who's been on the call, I think, on the show, uh, who I always ask for guy advice when I, have, I need guy advice. So I'm going to ask her if like when we're talking, if she wants some guy advice, I'll call him up and put him on the call too. She's got a whole long-winded sort of situation with the dude, which I'm not going to get into now because we'll just get into it on the call. It's not totally like risque kind of a thing. It's kind of like a normal problem but that I think a lot of people have. I mean, I know I've had it with a million guys, and it just is what happens when you're dating. Dating sucks. She thinks it has to do with being in New York, but I think it just has to do with dating in this time period it's just things are very different so um i'll be back on with her uh like i didn't do my intro if you want to follow me on twitter follow me at cartoon therapy or at strict anonymous subscribe to the podcast the good thing about subscribing is you get like the episodes a lot sooner um whenever i have to tell people that a bit of my call on my show uh, I send them the link. I'm like, oh, if you don't subscribe, it's not going to be up until like two hours later. Like I'll post something up and it'll come out on like if you subscribe, it'll come out like right away. But if you get it on iTunes or Stitcher, it doesn't come out for like two or three hours sometimes later. So you get the podcast earlier and uh, you'll always be on top of like the new episodes, which come out every Sunday. Uh, if you want to buy my book, I wrote a book. It's a cartoon book, basically stick figures. Uh, they're laugh out loud love gone very wrong stories the book is called i think i said the wrong title last time <laughs> um it's called the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck and it's on amazon it's an ebook so it's a really easy uh it's a cheap it's like 2.99 and it's a very easy read it's you could either read it from front to back like from the beginning to the end it's like basically my losing my virginity story up until i'm 40 in every relationship and to all the nonsense that goes on in between or if you don't want to like you know do that it's like a chapter kind of book thing like you know each story and each chapter has a beginning a middle and an end so you could just like open up to the middle of the book and read any chapter you want really if you want the whole life story you could read from beginning to end if you just want one quick story here or there you could do with that it's like a great bathroom book even though it's not a hard 
cover book that you could keep in your bathroom. You could take your iPad into the bathroom with you. And to me, it's like a bathroom book or a coffee table book because, like I said, it is an easy read. But it's also people that have read it from front to back, like, you know, for the whole thing, really love it, too. You get something even more out of it if you read it that way. So that's on Amazon, and it's called The Cartoon Misadventures of a Total Trainwreck. Uh, the girl that's calling in, we're calling her Melissa, which is kind of funny because she's from Brazil, so I expect her to have a hardcore Brazilian accent. So obviously her name really isn't Melissa, but we're calling her Melissa, and she's from Brazil, and she's got like an issue with her guy. She's a listener of the show. She was like Googling and found my show and then figured she'd call in because she's having some dating advice. Like I said, she thinks it's a New York thing. I think it's just a fucking guy thing or like a you know 2015 thing. Um, so I'll be right back on with Melissa. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hi, is this Melissa? Hi, it is. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm good. So um, I didn't read. I already did the intro to this show. I didn't read your whole email. Um, I kind of forgot about every all the details in it, which is good because I like to do my calls sort of like without knowing the situation um, because oh. it's a whole long-winded sort of situation with a dude that you're dating. I also have, and I don't know if like you're into this, but I have a guy friend of mine who I always call for advice. His name is John. I did an episode with him. So if we get into it and you want some guy advice, we could always call him and get him in on it, but we'll just talk first, and that's up to you. I didn't know. Like I used to have a guy co-host on the show all the time, but now I do it on my own. Uh, but if you're looking for a guy's opinion on this, eventually we could always call him and get him in on the conversation too. It's up to you. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, cool. So tell me the story. So you're dating a guy and like, tell me what like was going down that you're calling about. Okay. So uh, I know this guy for like, um, he was around for like a long time, like a year. He was always, uh, he's a friend of my friend. Mm-hmm. And she actually met him on Tinder. Like, that's how they met. They went out together. They, like, made out, but ended up being friends. Mm-hmm. And, and then... How old are you and how old is he? I'm 27. He's 29. Okay, so your friend met him on Tinder. They kind of fooled around a little bit, but nothing worked out between them. I wasn't sure. So something like I was like, oh, okay, so maybe they have something. I don't know. And I, like, I, I wouldn't look for my friend's guy, you know? Of course. Right. Totally. So how did it change yeah. over, switch over? Yeah, so my friends start dating, like real dating. Like she's she moved in with this guy also, like right now. Mm-hmm. So at the time, she told me, "Oh, I know this guy. Um, I would, I don't know if I should make up a name for him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call. What are we gonna call him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Do you call him whatever you want. You want to call him douchebag, or you want to call him Joe? Yeah, it can be Joe because okay. I don't wanna call him names okay <laughs> i'm not <laughs> sure okay yeah. so anyway uh so she said oh so joe is um saying that we could he wants to go out with us tonight and he's like saying this this and this i was like oh okay uh, fine and just ask him to go to go with us mm-hmm. and then she said yeah and he he told me that he wants me to find him a girlfriend okay and i was like 
wait, don't you guys have something? She was like, no, no way. It's like something, we are just friends. We have a lot in common, but like never, it was always like just friendship. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. But then I didn't think anything. And then later that night, we actually went out and everybody was there. And we started talking way more. It was mm-hmm. like very na- like natural and it's not something that I like. I look for it or it just happened. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking and then everybody laughed because my friend actually got very wasted and then right. she had to leave. And it was me and him at the bar. And then he looked at me and he's like, where are you going? I was like, oh, I need to go there. He was like, oh, let's see the cab. And I was like, oh, okay. We got into the cab and then I started talking, like, whatever. Like, I was drunk too. Like, dirty things, whatever. He said, like, well, so you can come this way or you can go up there with me. And then I look at him. I was like, oh, my gosh, do I want to do this? And I was, like, right on there. Like, I, I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. And then I went there. And it to was his amazing. house. It was, like, his apartment? Yeah, I was, like. We split the cab because, like, it was close. Like, we were on the east side, and I had to go to the west side, and I was going to take the subway. So I just took, like, the cross-town cab with him. Uh So it would be easier for me. Uh, So anyway, I went there with no expectations. Like, actually, my friend told me, like, bad stuff about him before. Like, oh, he has, like, a small dick or whatever. (laughs) He was weird. So I had this whole weird images of him but I like it was like so long without nothing mm-hmm. I was like oh whatever I'm just gonna go and when I went there I like seriously it was like the best sex of my whole life really and it's not that I it's not that I don't have sex a lot I do have a sex a lot I like I had multiple partners before mm-hmm. and that was like amazing I just like we didn't actually talk anything but like you know when the connection is there. And the yeah, that's, that's, listen, that's you. called chemistry, right? And, yeah. like, honestly, with chemistry, because I typically like a guy that's more well-hung, but if I have amazing chemistry with someone, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if they're small or big or, like, anything. Like, if that, if you have that really intense chemistry where it's just like, like, I think you said this in the email where you could, like, read each other's mind, especially sexually. Like, you just, everything that you do just flows and it's you're just, like, on the same page. That's like chemistry and that like nothing you don't need those like he doesn't need to be well hung or whatever you know it doesn't need to it doesn't make sense most of the time. Exactly. And like for me like I don't even know if I can say that like I I don't I don't look at him like this like oh he has a small or big I don't know. It's just like more than that and also because like I I have like a I would say that I have like a weird taste for sex. And he has a weird taste for sex. Like, right. Well, what do you mean by weird and... taste? Right. Like you're on the same, like sexually you guys are wired the same way, which I think is that that always helps the chemistry. And that is like, that's a really good thing when you find somebody whose like mind is like dirty in the same way your mind is. Exactly. Like he, he likes to do stuff that I like to get and I like to give him stuff that he likes like to Like what? Do you want to be specific about that or you don't have to if you don't want to be? Sure. Um, like, for example, like, um, I mentioned in the email, I don't know if you read it, but... I, I read the whole from, email. Yeah, I read, like, I knew beforehand that he had, like, a, he was kind of bisexual. I don't know if he calls himself that. Mm-hmm. And we actually ended up kind of talking after that. And he said that he had experience before, but he's, like, sure that he's not into guys. Right. But... That doesn't mean that he doesn't like to be stimulated in their area. With by a guy. 
No, I mean. Oh, like, in his ass. Like, in his ass. Yeah, he like he doesn't like he doesn't like to be with a guy, but doesn't mean that he want he doesn't want the he likes the girl to stimulate the area that yeah, his a ass. guy would stimulate. Right, right. His want. asshole. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And so, and you like like a guy that likes that because you like to do that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I also had like experience with girls, and I mm-hmm. like having sex with girls. Right. Um, I don't like I don't like to call myself bisexual because I feel like bisexual is more like I like equally, and it's not that I like equally. I like to be ultimately I want to be with a guy that is welcome for a girl to join us once in a while, right. or for me to have a girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like so open-minded about that and he seems to be so open-minded too like with no like strings or like and it was something it took me like a year with my ex-boyfriend to get to the point that he was like asking me to put like gently put his my finger on his asshole i know guys are so freaked out by that i know they're so weird yeah and then this guy we didn't mention at all i just and i have no idea how i found out and how it ended up happening but it did and he liked it and it was amazing and that's like weird you know like weird in a good way but like weird it's not right 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 like no that's common. a good no it's not common so many guys are so and i don't get it because i like anal sex like and i think like everyone's asshole is sort of wired the same way right it's very like it's very there's a lot of nerves in there so like to me if it's good for me wouldn't it be good for you like you know what i'm saying like yeah, i don't think it makes you matter. gay it doesn't make yeah, you gay if you yeah. like penetration in there. It's more gay if you're with a guy. But if a girl's doing it, it doesn't matter. But so many guys are very, like, straight guys are very uptight about that. So, yeah, I think it is very rare that you're going to meet a dude that, like you said, is open-minded, that you guys could have, like, sort of a, you know, sexually be really open yet still be in a relationship, you know? Because, listen, yeah. every guy is going to love the fact that you're going to be with another girl, right? Like, most guys, that's, like, their biggest fantasy, and they'll be cool with it. But will they sort of look at you like you're a girlfriend? A lot of guys are really oddly judgmental with stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my ex-boyfriend, actually, like, that's what ruined us. Like, yeah. Because he always said that he wanted. And mm-hmm. when I was, like, really serious about it, because yeah. at the point I didn't have any experience with girls, uh-huh. he freaked out. He was like jealous of everything. Exactly. So it's like when it comes to that, like it is maybe. hard to find. Even though some guys will be listening and be like, "Oh, I would love a girl that wants to be with other girls." A lot of guys, when it really comes down to it, they really don't. So uh, you yeah. know, it is rare to find the guy that not only would let you do it, but is like also open to that stuff himself and has been with guys and he's open minded and thinks that that's fine. You know, so I think that you know, besides the chemistry, you guys are really like sort of you know you're on the same page. Yeah, and it's like, and everything happened very like, and I'm very hard to please. Like, I'm, I'm very sexually, hard to please. you mean? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like I'm. I think I think too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like most women, you know, like we all think kind of, so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, but like girls do that, and like I do like way more. And then when I was hit with him, I remember being like in a state of mind that I would like find myself not like. You know, when you recover from reality and then you look and I was like, wow, what's going on? And, and I felt, I saw myself there for the first time. And then when we had it, we had sex again. I was like, no way it's going to be as, as good. good. Right. Mm-hmm. It was. Right. The third time I wasn't even drunk, not, not even drinking. Mm-hmm. And it was as good as the first time. Right. And that's addictive. So, I mean, when you find somebody that you have that sick chemistry with, that's really hard to let go of. Yeah. And it's like. 
it's so like, and I ask him, like, and I'm very open mm-hmm. with what I feel, what I think. And mm-hmm. I always say, like, do you, like, I ask him, like, do you have sex like this all the time? Right. Because if you do, just let me know where you're going, because I want to go there too. <laughs> you know? Right. Because it's like, I never had this kind of relationship. But like, it, like with my ex-boyfriend, we did it for four years. Like, of course, we had like amazing sex. But it but wasn't like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't always, you know? Right. It's something that is like one day or like once in a while. Right. But like with him, is every time as good. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's hard for me to tell what I feel from that, because I'm not sure. And also there's like, He's good looking. He has a good, a good job, a nice job. What he does he do? Um, he actually uh, works for um, a social media company. Mm-hmm. Like he manages accounts for Facebook. Right. So, so he's internet. Right. Yeah. So he's like, and he's so like such a like interesting person. Right. So like, he has cash. Right. Does he have a nice apartment? Yeah. Okay. He so does, he, like yeah. where exactly where I want to live? You know. Right. <laughs> he like he could he like he had like my best friend told me that and it was so true. He's so much what I wanted that I didn't even know that that was what I wanted. Right. Like, Until you I saw her saw him, it. Right. And when I saw everything, I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I want. You know, like. Right. But, but what are the bad things? Because we're going to get to the, like, obviously you're not calling in because everything's so perfect with this guy, right? So we'll get to, like, the problems. But what did the, what did your friend who's, like, fixing you up with him and saying, like, this is the perfect guy for you, but you said that she said she was used to tell you bad things about him. Were the bad things just uh, sexual things, or did she say bad things yeah, about his personality? Yeah, just sexual things. Oh, just, just sexual, sexual things. things. Mm-hmm. So what, what it comes to, what happened, so mm-hmm. the first time I, it was, like, very like after the bar one night stand whatever right we didn't actually talk much after that meaning like did you exchange phone numbers no i had him on facebook already Mm -hmm. but like we didn't actually talk before that and then after i think i text him like how's it going and he was like very short and i was like oh okay so okay but let me ask you this okay because normally, like, after you screw somebody the first night, and especially if it's, like, really amazing, right? Like, you either sleep over or before you leave, somebody asks for, like, a phone number. How did, like, after that amazing sex ended, like, how did that night end? Did oh, my you... God. Yeah. So I got there, like, I would say before 1 p.m., 1 a.m., uh-huh. and I left 11 a.m. the next day. Right. And how many times did you screw And we, up? like, had sex most of the time. Right. That's so what I'm saying. Like a, yeah. And then, like, I had to work. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I think I just said it, like, I was worried because I wasn't sure if my friend would be upset, mm-hmm. you know, like, even though she said that she would be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I, I wasn't sure of what was going to happen. And he, I think I made him feel that that was just it for me, at least. Right. Because so you decided time, to just get dressed and, like, say, oh, I got to go? Yeah, it was like that. Mm-hmm. And then I text him, like, the week after. But how did you get his number? No, I mean, I sent him a message on Facebook. Okay. So, but wait, I just got to go slowly because I need all the information so I could give you advice, right? So, you, you, he leaves, you leave, do you give him a kiss goodbye, and he doesn't say anything to you, like, can I have your number or anything? No. And he just says, okay, bye, I'll see you soon, or I'll see you around, or, like, what does he say? Uh... I remember that, like, I asked him, what are you doing, like, tomorrow or this weekend, or I don't remember. And he's like, oh, I'm going to watch football with, like, 
the season, and so on. And it was like, I'm going to watch football, go to the bar with my friends, you know, guy stuff. And I remember that I joked around and said, hey, he said that guy stuff. I love football. And then I remember he said, well, if that's your way of um, inviting yourself, you're more than welcome to join me. Right. But then I said, oh, I have to work. And then that was it. But I feel like that was like he didn't invite me, but he kind of. No, he kind of did. Maybe, you know, listen, every guy, like a lot of people will always be like, oh, a guy has to pursue you. And you know what? There's a lot of guys out there that actually need the girl to pursue them. So, but you were very, very right. So sometimes it's okay to be aggressive with a guy and sort of like when, like what you did were, and I think that that's kind of ballsy of you. And I think it's cool of you to be like, oh, so I like football. And you kind of were like letting him know that you'd be into going, which I think is a good thing because some guys Mm -hmm. need that. The passive guys sometimes really need for you to really let them know you really like them even if you fucked them all night you know what I mean like I gotta tell you so you know and he said you're more than welcome to come so he did kind of invite you but you weren't available yeah yeah so that's good then, so then you leave yeah. yeah I left and um like I said I didn't hear from him and then I I think I just said hey how's it going he was like oh a lot of work and that was it like not much Right, he didn't like, try to keep the conversation going. That's what yeah. we, as women, we, I think guys look for this too when you're hitting somebody up that you like. You like, does the person trying talking to you and keeping the conversation going? But he didn't. Yeah. He didn't, yeah. And then, I, like, that was, like, in the middle of October. And then on Halloween, I went to a party, like, two blocks away from his apartment. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I was, like, Drunk. drinking, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, like, about the great sex, and I was, like, 1 a.m. I text him on Facebook. Yeah. I think I sent him an emoticon, a sticker, because uh-huh. he sends a lot of stickers. And then he texted me, like, he said, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm in a party right next to you. Mm-hmm. And then he said, come hang. And then I remember that I was, like, freaking out at the bar, because, like, I remember I got, like, I got so, like, into him right from the beginning you know yeah that's oh that's how girls that's how we are like when we know we like someone we just like them like because you don't meet people that you like all the time so like i don't know that's the way i am too like i rarely meet guys that i have that sort of you have that thing for you know but when you do and if you have great sex with them you meet them you're fucking in you know what i mean like you just like them like that's the way that it goes so you run over to his house about him at the time it doesn't matter so you run over to his house Uh, listen like you're like you knew he was kind of quiet like you had great sex you liked his apartment like you know those little things like sometimes you don't need that much in the beginning to know not that it's right some people would say like oh you're just you know you got to think more logically when you're dating someone that but that comes with time when you start to get to know somebody then you start to figure out whether you know you could like someone but whether they're going to be the right person to actually date you know because those are two different things so did you run over to his house that night Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number 
the website and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, and I was like wearing that like Halloween slutty like, outfit. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, and I was like, oh. What were I you? Wait, what was your outfit? I was like a skull. A what? Like with the Mexican skull. A Mexican what? School, like um. A Mexican schoolgirl. No, skull, like S K U L L. Oh, Mexican that? skull, like a skeleton. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I had like makeup on. Oh, right, right on like, the face. Yes, I was ridiculous to be honest. And then like I remember that I was like so drunk, and I was like literally like two, three blocks away from his house. Mm-hmm. But he lives like in the area there's like a lot of corners mm-hmm. and a lot of buildings. And when I got there, I couldn't figure it out which one was the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I texted him. I was like, and New York City, Halloween, the city was crazy. There was like crazy people in the yeah, street. I was yeah. one of, and I remember that I texted him like, I have no idea where is your apartment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can see you from my window. And I was like, and I was like, guide me. <laughs> because I was like, and then he tried, but I was like, no, you can need to come pick me up. So he went downstairs, and I remember when I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I I think every time I see him, I kind of fall for him more. Well, you're just, ridiculous. yeah, you feel that feeling, and it makes you, like, like him. But wait, what was it? Was yeah. he dressed up for Halloween? No, we were in sweatpants. Okay, so he brings glasses. you up to his, hilarious. So he brings you up to his house, and you have sex with, this is the second time you have sex with him, right? Yes, and then he took me upstairs. He helped me clean up my makeup. He <laughs> cut my bracelet off. He helped me take my clothes off. Like, all <laughs> seats. All cute. Like, he, like, made sure that I was, like, hydrated. Hilarious. It was so funny because, like, he was really taking care of me because, like, I was fucked up. And then when I was fine, then we had sex. <laughs> right. But then that was cute again, you know, like, and the next day I woke up and then I left already. Like, that's the thing. Since the beginning, I was always, like, leaving. Like, I would always sleep over, and we would, like, cuddle and, like... In the morning and talk and stuff, like, you do that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, like, but just random stuff, you know, like, Mm -hmm. nothing much. And then I left again. And he didn't say anything? Like, how did that ending last? It was like, okay, bye, see you later? Yeah, like, I had to go because I had lunch plans with my friend and... You know, like, I don't know. I just, like, I never knew what to expect from him because I kind of see him at the time. I, I would just see him as a one I stand, the best one, but just that, you know? So, and he didn't say anything, never said anything. It was always me, like, and I don't know. I was, like, just, like, okay, so I came here. I did it. Gotta bye. leave. And he just says, okay, yeah. bye, see you later. And you say bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then at the time... I was like, I I was like seeing another guy, but this other guy, it was like more for like in a serious way. I didn't even have sex with this guy for like the first month uh-huh. that we were going out, and I had plans with this other guy right. on the next day. So I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go home and I need to sleep and be ready for meeting this other guy. Right. So and then I end up like kind of letting this uh, Joe go for a little while because I was like, this other guy was like showing more interest that he was into me. Yeah. So I just stopped texting him after that. Like we didn't actually talk after that. Mm-hmm. 
And I had vacations at the time, like a month later. No, I will say like 20 days. Like I think it was like two weeks after the, the Halloween thing, mm-hmm. and I didn't talk to him at all. I was like in Vegas for my uh, my friend's wedding. That uh-huh. was like my vacation. And I remember that I was sitting in my bed, like talking to my friend, and then Joe texted me like, hey, how's Vegas? Like for the first time. Oh, and how did he know you were in Vegas? You're posting pics on Facebook or something? Yeah, I was uh-huh. like, I think I actually talked about him with that, with about that with him, right? Because I never been to California and I was going to California, so like kind of talk about that, right? And then he texted me like, "Hey, how's Las Vegas?" Right. And then I remember looking at it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, no!" Like he's texting me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I kind of talked like I was like in the middle of everything, so I kind of let him hanging, also a little. <laughs> Like he used to do, like right. with me, like the the when the subject was over, I would just like let it go. Yeah, and that was it for like um, I would say two weeks after I came back, he would text me like every three days, "Hey, what's up?" And I would talk briefly, and then I would stop talking. You know, like oh, so yeah, was, this you know, is what I hate about this is what sucks about relationships the beginning when one person does anything a little bit weird then the other person starts to be weird back and then all that weirdness is so i gotta say and it's happened to me a million times and it happens to everybody i think the only time it doesn't happen is when you and is why you get in a relationship because this shit doesn't happen because this shit is like toxic to a relationship you know what i mean in the beginning all this weirdo shit where you're like okay now that he doesn't text me i'm not gonna really text back and i'll be a little you know and everyone's playing weird yeah, it wasn't actually a gain for my part. It was just because, like, I... That's I, how you felt. That's how I, like, I was like, this guy doesn't want anything, and I have this other guy that was kind it's of... It's not even games. Out. I know. I'm just saying it just becomes very toxic, though, to relationships. And that's when you know that, like, something's wrong. You know what I mean? Because normally when each person is giving each other what they want and need for a relationship to really turn into something it's like that reassurance that you like each other you know what i mean and you should be able to give that to each other but sometimes with like insecure people or there's like so many different reasons that like people don't give that to each other and then everyone gets weird and it just becomes like a thing and like i said i know you're not doing it on purpose i've i've done that before and i'm totally not a game player you know it's just that the person does something weird and i'm a little like i don't know what's going on i wasn't sure of what's going on exactly Exactly, right that's when you need to like you need to speak up for yourself and like ask him so fast yeah. forward so you're you guys are still just going back in this weird way yeah and then like what happened was like i stopped seeing the other guy because he went he actually moved to la after mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. month that we were going out and i like it's not that i never talked think thought about this guy joe, joe. like I, I was like always thinking about it and i was like I wanted more, but, like, I was, like, not sure of what he wanted. Right. So then one day I was also, like, I have, like, um, usually I go for ladies' night on Tuesdays with my friends. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was at this bar that is, like, also, he lives on the West Village, so everything is next to his house. Right. So (laughs) I was around, and uh, he started, like, sending me messages, like, insinuating you know, like he never says anything. Like, like he never invites me. Right, he's never like, direct. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I just took a shower. Like, right, he's waiting I'm not for you. Pants. You know, like <laughs> stuff like that. He wants it to be your decision. 
Yeah, and I and I was like, he was like, "Where are you up to?" And I was like, "I'm at the bar. I'm gonna leave soon." He's like, "Oh, you could, you could, you could come by, I guess." You know, like, oh, like, oh, very yeah. subtle. Sometimes then, guys I hate to say day. it though. Sometimes guys do that because they don't want. It takes like responsibility off of them. Like, yeah. you know, if you said, if you wanted to say to him, you're fucking using me for sex, he'd be like, no, I'm not. Like, I never invited you over. Like, are, you know, <laughs> this is how guys yeah. think. They're very literal. Like, I'm telling yeah, you. Exactly. Like, so they do these things. Sometimes, I mean, there's that because they don't want to take responsibility for their actions. They don't want you to be able to say like, oh, you're inviting me over your house all the time. You must like me. And they'll be like, no, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes they don't want to give yeah. you a reason for you to think that they like you. So they don't act like they like you and they make you do all the fucking work i hate to say it sometimes that's a thing that guys play sometimes guys are shy i mean there's all different scenarios you don't know unless you just say to him like what the fuck is up with you at a certain point you know but so that night when he was texting you when you were in the west village what happened then yeah then i of course i went there because Because i can't say exactly yeah of course i totally get it but that was the, the day that i said that i wasn't i wasn't even drunk and i was like normal and like i was yeah. wearing uggs I wasn't even dressed up. I was right. Like just hanging out with my friends. Uh-huh. So, and it was also good. Yeah. The same way. And it was. But the like, same was way. the conversation different? Like, I mean, and if, so the sex is great, but there's no communicating going on there. Like, when you guys talk, like, after the sex that time, because you weren't drunk, like, did you have more serious just conversations? Like, yeah, just like, you know, like, silly things about daily life. Like, he would say stuff about his work and, or like, what's going on. And, but nothing, like, too deep at this point. You know, like, nothing, like, too, like, um, I... Right, and that's weird because know. you've been, like, banging him since October. And it's, like, now the end of February. Yeah, but th- that was, like, December. Oh, okay. No. So, this go on. By, like, there's the thing. I see him, like, once a month. Okay. Right, but yeah. like, right, but you obviously like like him more than you want more. Like, what has anything different gone on from then those, or just once a month? He sort of like no, hints that he that... now it's gonna now it's gonna change. Okay, what happened? Okay, so I went there, and then after that time, mm-hmm. he started texting me every day. Okay, that's good. Sending me messages every day, and that was like a uh, holiday season. So mm-hmm. he sent me texts, like. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and he would, like, try, like, he was, like, talking to me, like, a lot, and that's when we started, like, like, I would ask him, like, tell me a movie to watch, and then I would watch the movie, talking to him about the movie, you know, like, we would have longer conversations. Yeah, that's good. Getting to know each other better, mm-hmm. and that's how, I think, when I started, like, thinking, well, I think that may be more... You know? Yeah, that's good stuff to get involved with each other. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he went home, like, for his parents' house for, like, the weekend before, like, uh, Christmas, I guess. And he texted me from there, which is, in, like, all the way in the Middle West. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if he's texting me up from there, he doesn't want me to go over, right? So he just texting me because he wants to talk to me. So that's a good sign. And then that time... <laughs> He said a lot of personal stuff, like his problems with his dad and how he felt. Like, he really opened up uh-huh. at that time. Right. And I was, like, happy that he did, you know? Like, I like I like being there for people. And I kind of got to know him better, understanding that, like, he's, like, very... Um, 
he he he, does, he never had a girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, he's 29. He never had a girlfriend. He said like the longest relationship he had was in college, and he was like it was like 10 months. Mm-hmm. And what happened? And Do you know how that ended? No, I didn't actually ask a lot. But that when he said that I, he never had a relationship, he said because nobody can stand me for that long. <laughs> he always says that like, I'm weird, I'm not normal, and like I always say that too. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So but sometimes, always- like two weirdos together, it's it's a tough because. What happens is you might be like an overthinker and he might be a guy that's an overthinker and somebody needs to stop fucking thinking and just turn this into something. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, because yeah. I happen to be an overthinker and I happen to be like, you know, I think a lot in relation, you know, and so whenever I've partnered up with somebody that's like that same way, it, it comes to a lot of times it's like at a standstill because nobody wants to pull the trigger. You know what I mean? We're both sort of wired the same way. So we're thinking a lot and no one's doing anything. And it's like sometimes that could be a bad thing that gets in the way of it turning in. So someone needs to like change the tune. You know what I mean? And sort of yeah. make so something that's change. That's kind of what I try to do because then I start, as I start thinking like, okay, so now we need to move this. Like yeah. it, it can be me going to his house all the time when I'm like hanging out with my friends. Right. So then... Before, like, before New Year's, the weekend before, I invited him over to go out with my friends that I was going, like, to a bar. And he said he would go. Great. And then I was, okay, fine. So I let you know when I'm there. And then when I got there, like, 7 p.m., I let let him know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, I need to shower. And I was like, okay. 40 minutes later, and I was like, so? He was like, oh, I need to eat. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then, like, one hour later, and I was already, like, I was having such, like, that's the thing. At an the hour and 40 least, minutes later? Like, or is an hour total later? No, wa- an hour and 40 minutes later. Oh, Like, yeah. 9 p.m. Like, uh-huh. And, like, I mean, I really like him. I really care about him. But I'm not stopping my life because of him. No, and not only that. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, so this is So that time, near- I was like, yeah. you know what? He's not going to show up. He never shows up. So I'm just going to keep drinking with my friends and doing my thing. You but know? what do you mean he never shows up? He stood you up before? No, I mean, like, no. Like, sometimes, like, if I'm with, before the, the other times, I would say, I'm I'm at a bar. Do you want to come here? He was like, no, just come here after, you know? He would uh, say that before. Oh, like, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, time. okay. Yeah, see, these are important things. I'm sorry to say, Melissa. Yeah. So you'll so invite time, him out when you're out, and he'll be like, no, I don't feel like coming. Just show, come here when you're done. Yeah, like, I can't go right now, or just, yeah, um, yeah okay. or, like, I'm on the other side of town, like, whatever. You'll make up a excuse. Yeah, but let me ask and you this, Melissa, because, and this is true, I think, for both men and women. Like, I know that I always, like, say, like, oh, I, I want a guy that lives, like, no farther than 10 blocks away from me because I really don't want to travel. But, like, if I really like a guy, he could live in fucking Brooklyn, and I'll be there <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning if that's what he wants. You know what I mean? We all will travel anywhere for somebody that we really like. Like, there, you yeah. know, but we're not going to yeah. even go. I'm not going to go farther than 10 blocks for a dude I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not good when someone won't, like, cross town to see you, and they're like, oh, just come to my house and fuck me. Yeah. So that was what I was thinking, you know, like I can't be like that anymore. So if you did want, he show up that night? Come. Yeah. So what happened is I'm at the bar ordering drinks, and I'm like, where? Like I had like five shots of Fireball, and I had no money. Like it was like intense here for me. Anyway, yeah. so I was at the bar, and then someone grabs my butt, uh-huh. and I look, and it's him. Right. Grabbing my butt. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you are Brazilian and you probably have a great ass. So, of course, he's I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I look at him. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I'm doing what I want. Like, he was so cocky. Right. It was like so weird. And I never saw him like that mm-hmm. before or during, like never. He was like so weird. Mm-hmm. So we went to the table and he was like, not talking to anybody. And my friends are very welcoming. Like, they were, like, trying to ask him questions. And he would be like, oh, yeah. And then go back to his phone. Oh, God. And he was, I was like, he was pissing me off. Yeah, what an asshole. Like, you to be and your friends, like, you yeah, should be nice being, to them. Yes, he was being such an asshole. I was like, oh, my God, why did he come here? Yeah. You know? Like, just stay home. You mm-hmm. know? I will go there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. and then like it was so weird. And then um, at at the end, everybody kind of laughed. Like it was mm-hmm. a couple and another friend, mm-hmm. and they laughed. And it was just me and him. But like at that point, I was like very drunk. So before, I think that's important too. Like we were having such a blast, me and my friends. And that when he came, he, he got that weird situation where everybody's having fun besides him right you know and i was like i was trying to pull him in mm-hmm. but he wouldn't and then like my friend like she was with her boyfriend but like they are crazy so she was like so drunk she pulled me over on the table and kissed me right oh i think you said this in the email right and that you think that happened very in the beginning of the in the situation or he was still was he being a dick before she kissed you yeah he was being a dick all night okay so, so then that it was doesn't not matter. like the yeah. main reason right but i think that kind of also upset him i don't know so anyway everybody left we started talking and i quite remember saying some stuff like you are the best sex of my life but i can't understand all these stickers that you sent on facebook just say what you want Right. Oh, like, so you finally let loose and sort of said everything yeah. you want to say. Good. Yeah. With a and little... he was very vague. And I remember saying, like, you don't even have my phone. And he was like, why do I need your phone if I talk oh. to you on Facebook? Oh, God. Forget this And then guy. I remember that I got his phone and I put my number on. And he, then he called me back. Are you happy now? But, like, he was calm at the time. When everybody laughed, he was being normal. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was, like, crazy asking questions. But we were making out, and he was being nice to me at the time mm-hmm. when it was just me and him. Okay. And then we, like, he said, like, let's go. And I was like, okay. But I, I was, like, very drunk, and I wasn't feeling good. And I think that's when it hit me that, like, maybe he was just trying to have, like, not that he wasn't interested in me the same way I was interested in him. So I was just, like, confused, and I wasn't feeling good. So I was just like, I don't want to go to his place, you know? Right. And then he was already, we were already crossing the street. And then I said, yo, wait. And then he said, what? Like, he was already pissed at that time. And then I look at him. I was like, well, I don't think I can go to your apartment today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, fine. So where are you going? To your friend's house? Right. And I was, like, very scared already. I was like, wow, you're not even going to ask why? And he's like, I don't even fucking care. Like, that tone. I don't even fucking care where you're not going. Right, he's like selfish. I was shocked. I would look at him, I was like, what? And then he stormed out and walked away, like very pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like girls make a scene and walk away? He did exactly the same thing. Yeah, well, he sounds like a girl the way he acts. I mean, the way that he Oh, my God, it was like, what? 
But like that, like really, like I was like, what the fuck just happened? Well, he was you mad know? that he wasn't gonna get laid. Like he showed up at the bar, he had to meet your friends. Like a, for a guy, that's a lot of work. And then he's not even gonna get ass. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's probably. <laughs> I so know, but like, come on. Act like a man then. If she was nice, but he's never act. He's honestly, I'm telling you, he's hasn't he hasn't acted like a man this whole time with you. I'm telling. I'm sorry, but like when a guy says like, "Oh, I'm already across town and I don't want to come over. Like, just meet me later." Like, that's not a ma- like you know that's not like even a a guy who's passive will will do that like especially because you were aggressive you're saying come meet me that's all that if he was like a passive guy that needed you to sort of be the one to make the move then the minute you made the move and said come meet me the guy would be in a fucking cab and be over there with you a guy that likes you wants to meet your friends and wants them to like you like them and all this stuff like all these little things are really bad signs of and it doesn't mean that he doesn't like you there's so many other things i think in, involved in things like it could just be he's really fucked up like I wish I could talk to him because I'd get to the root of his issues because he obviously has them he's never had a girlfriend he had one 10 year relationship he's probably hypersensitive that girl probably hurt his feelings and he's so petrified to ever like anyone again he tortures yeah. girls you know into liking him that you have to put up with all this nonsense and he probably in his mind thinks like any girl that could make it through like you know sometimes i've heard that one some guy once told me like i if you just walk through the thorn bushes with me like and eventually like you get to the other side like i'm a really good boyfriend it's like go fuck yourself like i have to be put up with misery (laughs) and do you know what i mean but guys that are like really insecure and have really bad issues you know, they, they could torture you like that before they really allow themselves to fall for somebody. Or he could just be completely not interested. I hate to say it with guys like in New York, especially and just guys now in general, like they could get so much ass. It's not even funny. You know, like, I'm sorry, but when I hear him saying like, I'll be there in 30 minutes or I'll be there in 40 minutes, I'll be there in an hour. Like that guy's probably at another bar. Do you know what I mean? And he's like doing his thing and whatever. And then he's meeting you and he's getting like other girl. Like you don't know what goes on. And because those things can go on. Just like you had another boyfriend that whole time. He could have five other girls. Like this town is full. Full of like single girls. um, He like before Mm -hmm. I I made out with him first time. Yeah. For example, last year he spent like he went to watch Super Bowl with us. Mm -hmm. I think that's when I met him. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, that's that's true. Like the last time, I I saw him, it was like I think a week before Super Bowl, and then he said, um, I think I said, oh, I think it's like a year that I know you or something. He's like, yeah, because it was on Super Bowl, and I was like, what? He was like, yeah, the first time I saw you was at Super Bowl last year. Right, he remembered. And I was like, what? You remember? He was like, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I was like, did you ever thought about me before, like that? He was like, yeah, I checked you out before. Right. So, and my friend said that too. She said that she always knew that he was into me before. Right. And he, um, like I'm saying, he's not not into you. But you want to turn it into like a real relationship, right? I guess, yeah. But I don't know. Listen, when you hit the point where, okay, so... Finish that end of that last story where you're like, you know, you don't go to his house. He leaves really mad. And then what happens? Does he text you the next day at least? Yeah. So that that's like, I thought that was it. Like after he screamed at me, I was like, well, I'm not going to talk to him. Like whatever. Right. So fuck him. And then, but after like almost a month later, I was like still thinking about it. And I was like feeling so bad because deep down, I kind of know, like I always like have this tendency of like looking for 
the other person's eyes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel that he's so fucked up that he doesn't know how to do his stuff. You know, like. Yeah, I have the same dysfunction. Right. You see the good in somebody, so you want to get through, like, the bad stuff, even though the bad stuff is what they're dishing out. Right. Mm -hmm. And even if, like, there's a thousand red flags, I'll still try. Yeah. That's because women have hope. We have hope. Even if it's 2% (laughs) fucking chance, we will go with that. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, I text him, like, this. I like I prepare like this whole message is like for two days I was working the message <laughs> and then I remember that I send it and then I left my phone and my computer and I went to take a shower and have dinner like right. I came back like one hour and a half because I couldn't just sit and wait for his response mm-hmm. and then he's like I just said like look I know that I was like really drunk and I don't remember most of the night like I'm sorry if I push it or if I wasn't like I don't know how it was for you, but, like, I just want to tell you that I really like you. You're very special to me. And I I feel bad that that happened, and I wish we could go back and start over. Mm-hmm. So let me know what you think or if you really don't even fucking care. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I put that don't even fucking care because I wanted him to know that that, that was, like, something that hit me and it was not nice. So then he he texted back like two minutes later, mm-hmm. like saying, "Well, I act like a jerk and I'm sorry, but like um, I knew that you were drunk and I didn't consider that, so I just walked away before things got worse." So he said that, and since I was like doing my own thing, leaving my computer behind, half an hour later, I still like I think it shows us seeing for him, mm-hmm. and then I didn't write anything back. So half an hour later. He sent it, and I really feel bad too. Right. So, like, for half an hour, he thought I wouldn't respond. So he sent. Right. Another thing, because he wanted you to really respond, and then. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like okay. So okay, and then we start talking, and then I said that like I wish we could like spend more time together, or like just the two of us, and that's when we set up a date, mm-hmm. and then like. I, re- I just said it, like, I really want to see you, like, let's do something. And that's, I was, like, so scared of how it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, if he acts like a jerk again, I'm going to punch him in the face. Right, after all this. Yeah, so, but it was totally opposite. Like, I went to meet him, and since, like, the first time, he already, like, said hello like, with a kiss on the lips. He gave me a hug. He asked me if I was cold or, like, you know, like very polite and nice. And where'd you go? To, so we went to his favorite bar. He was like, "Oh, this is my favorite bar." Blah 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 blah. You know, like we had a good time. Like we talked a lot. We talked a lot about marriage, about family. He told me that he's an only child. His parents had him when he was. They were thirty-five, and he feels like they never wanted him. You know, like those. Right issues that issues he doesn't talk to his dad i don't know for how long so he doesn't have a model of love at his uh-huh. place. and then he said like i look at that and i always think that i'm not going to settle down for anything because i don't want to be trapped in a relationship like right. my parents are right so we talk like all this this stuff at this time and i said that my parents are the opposite they are awesome together they met in a club 
six months later, they were married, and my mom was pregnant of me, and they're still together. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have a very strong belief in love because of that, too. You know? Right. You had had a a good role model up for it. Yeah, and I had a lot of successful relationships Mm -hmm. because I always think that if, like, it's not because it ended, it's not. You know, like, I always learn something from it. and I Yeah, think, right. Just because it ends doesn't mean it wasn't. So I hate that people think that. People will, like, be married yeah. to someone for, like, 10 years, and then it ends, and they think it's a failure. It's like, that's not a failure. That's a long relationship. Yeah, and you learn a lot. You grow totally. a lot. But, like, Absolutely. at some point, you just, like, change mm-hmm. directions, and you go separate ways. I right. Think that's what happens. But by no means is that a failure. That's a success. But most exactly. people you're not going to spend your whole life, like, with, you know? It, so yeah. and it, then, like, I had a... a Pretty serious relationship before. I was almost married. Like I lived together with the, with this guy back in Brazil. So I, I know what is a relationship, and I know the bad side, but I know there's like a lot of good. Well, that's good, good that you are the opposite. Like before, I thought you were more like him, and a little bit more like you think too much, and you're a little bit weird with relationships. But it's actually a good sign that you're the you have had normal relationships, and you're more like a secure person because he's. The, very insecure so he needs yeah. somebody very secure if anyone's gonna get him to cross over to the other side and stop being such a fucking baby about like falling for somebody <laughs> it's gonna be somebody that's very secure because another insecure person is gonna get too insecure by the shit he dishes out because insecure men i'm telling you are really fucking scary because they don't they're so insecure with themselves that they don't they think about themselves first you know what i mean they're so it's not like they know how to be nice to you because they're always like so self-protective of themselves so it's like they could they become very selfish and it's just like it's because they're always like i said thinking about themselves over you so it's very rare that they're like you know giving you the reassurance of anything it's all about them they need the reassurance from you constantly yeah and like he sounded like you know those guys that think like once you're in a relationship you're dead like your life is over yeah. you're not gonna have any more fun you know that kind of thinking about relationships like but that's still based on, in a like, fear you know i had i've always had a fear of relationships I, I so i understand that kind of mentality and it comes from like dysfunction it's a dysfunctional thing because relationships you're certainly not trapped in relationships. relationships are a great thing when they're good you've had good yeah. relationships you know but somebody that has never had good relationships and they don't have that role model and they're fucked up they don't see it they do see it as being trapped they only see it as something bad because they've never really let themselves fall for someone and been in love and see the positive so it's really hard for them to sign up for it because if you have no experience and you don't know what love is like why like so you have no you know what i mean you would have no desire for it because you don't even know yeah, what how is can good. you miss something that you never had Exactly. And a lot of times people with uh, fear of commitment, what happens is when they do start to like someone, they start to act rude and mean. So that could be a reason why he was like rude when he met your friends and stuff like people that have, have commitment issues act really fucking bizarre. But the bizarreness is so like you could read a book. I forget what the name of the book is, but like there's books out there that'll tell you it's like the, even though it seems so bizarre how they act, it actually is very like common in people that have a fear of commitment, whether it's a man or a woman. Women do this shit, too, because I used to do it. You know, if someone get close to me or someone wants it and I feel myself liking them, I could I used to. I don't do this anymore. I used to become rude like it, because and that's like a, your fear. You know, you start to actually push somebody away. And, uh, you know, he could have been doing that. And that's what guys like that will do when they start to feel like they're starting to like somebody. It doesn't mean that that will change, though. That's the shitty thing. It's like it's very hard to 
change somebody yeah. like that. And I used to always think like, forget about somebody like that. But I have a friend who liked a guy um, and I think it took her seven years. <laughs> and when she first met him and he pulled all his games, I would be like, oh, my God, leave him. I'll pay you. I would do anything to get her away from this guy. I was like, there's no way anything's ever going to work out. And I'm going to tell you, they're still married to this day. They have one of the best relationships I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And he just needed because he had a lot of like bad stuff happen to him in his life. He needed some girl that would just fucking love him, even though he was the biggest fucking asshole for like a really long time. And eventually he felt like it was safe enough to fall for her. And when he did, like they're great and everything's great. And but so, like I said, you they can be changed and you can sort of work through that fear. But it just takes a while and you have to get you, you know, you become like they're kind of abusive, those kind of people, because you're not really getting that much. I mean, right. As of right now, he sounds like, you know, he's um I mean, has he ever even taken you out to dinner? No. So that was like the last time I saw him. Right. And what happened like after that? Ago. Yeah. So then like um, next day I had class, so I had to leave. Like that's the thing. I always have to leave next day. And then um, he had to go away. But he work. has your number now because you put it in his phone, right? Yeah. But he after that, he also didn't text. Like... So he went away for work for a week. And then the other week, I went away for work. So, like, it was, like, a little off mm-hmm. for two weeks. And then the week that he was off, he was, like, coming back. Uh, I was around also because I always go out there. And I was, like, thinking so much about, like, because, like you said, I know that if I want to have something with him, all the effort is going to have to come from me. Totally. But I so don't know what, like, if he's open to that or not. Exactly, because you could do everything and he could still, most of the time, the majority of the time, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, seriously, I'm just telling you. It's more of a chance that no matter what you do, he's not going to commit no matter what. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as you keep giving, giving, working around his fucking insecurities, thinking about him as as opposed to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're really thinking about yourself, you'd be like, go fuck yourself. This guy is not really doing what a guy should do if when he really likes a girl. You know what I mean? When a guy really likes a girl, he tries hard. There's definite signs. That's why you're freaked out by him because those signs aren't there he's not doing any of the things that a guy does when he likes a girl so that's why you're confused but on some level you know he does like like you know it gets really confusing with these weirdo guys because they give you mixed messages when we're together feels like he's totally into me Mm -hmm. and then like it's just when i'm not like when we are together is very like it goes like very very smoothly especially like when we talked like felt like that he was like making effort like when he was with me he was making effort to show that he liked me like you know right but when you leave he doesn't i mean that's easy that's the effort when you're with him the effort to me like i said is like to text you to invite you out to take you places to meet your friends be nice to them to like you know take you on real dates to you know ask you like when you leave in in the morning say no why don't you stay let's have breakfast well let's let's go here you know what i mean like there's you know what it is and that's why you're a little freaked out yeah so then like i was thinking about that and then i was very (laughs) I I had, like, this idea of, like, I need to, sh- like, I'm going to go all in, and I need to, like, no. 
but I don't want to push him or give him an ultimatum. Right, but you just want to so, ask him what the deal is. Yeah, so I didn't ask. What I did was I wrote him a letter, a handwriting letter. Oh, God. <laughs> Every <laughs> guy's I, worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm just joking. Can be. Anyway, so I just, like, said it, like, that I think he's a very um, good person, and I like him, and I admire him, blah, blah, blah. Like, all these compliments, in a way, like, they could be for any way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, doesn't matter what happens between us. I think you're an awesome person, and I'll always be there for you. Just kind of like that. And I left it at his mailbox mm-hmm. when he was away. And then um, I left um, a text, like, saying, like, I left you something on your mailbox, in your mailbox. Yeah. And then he sat, he writes back when he's, he was back on Monday. He was like, I didn't check my mailbox yet, what, what it is. And then we're, like, starting making jokes. Like, it's not a bomb or whatever. Yeah. Or something like that. And then I think he asked, like, he said something, and I made another compliment. And then he said, you flatter me too much. And I was like, why? And he's like, I'm not deserving. Right. And I was like, I think that's for me to say. So, like, he always, like, and I was like, but I can stop if you want. And he's like, uh, no, it just makes me blush. So it's not like he's pushing me away, but at the same time, he's not like, I don't know, I don't understand, you know, why. Like, he, every time, it's not like, I never had a girlfriend because my life is so awesome that I don't need anybody. It's like, I don't, I never had a girlfriend because nobody can stand me for too long. Right. It's like, he's always like, push him down, like, putting him, like, and another time that we talk about, he's like, oh, I was very weird my whole life. I was a very weird guy. You know, like, yeah, but these people are so, it's like, it's like, does he think he's the weirdest person that ever existed? Like, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Anyone yeah. could date anyone if they really wanted to. He's that weird. He's just not interested in a relationship. He has issues. He's afraid of it. He's a baby. Okay. That's what it is. He's just like, he could go in all he wants and says that shit. I hear the same shit from my guy friends that are commitment phobic. Like, I'm just, no one could deal with me. It's like, oh, you're that undealable. Like you're the most undealable person. It's almost like a narcissistic, egotistical thing to think that you're that hard to, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. There's the biggest fucking assholes on TV are married and have people that love them. Okay. You like him and he's a douche. So he could get over it. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of girls. Like, as women, we go out with the scum of the earth constantly. Okay. Women like assholes. It's just the way that it goes. So, you know, and we like difficult men. And, you know, that just women are we're wired that way. So there's no re- the reason why he's not in a relationship is because he pushes everybody away because he's not interested in a relationship because he has issues. And if you're going to give him a relationship or what he wants in a relationship, which is probably not that much, he, he gets sex from you. He gets emails from you and that's it. But there's no other you know, there's no real locking him down. That's perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's like probably all he could handle. So he'll take that because that's an easy relationship and he's still getting some companionship. He's getting someone that likes him. He's getting good sex. He could text you when he wants to, but he doesn't he could always like he doesn't have to deal with the real bullshit that happens in a real relationship. You know what I mean? He's not held accountable for anything. Yeah, but at the same time, we always argue. We always fight. Like we always have these conversations, which is kind of a relationship. But, like, yeah, you know? but it's not like right. But you know what a real relationship is because you've had. No, it, yeah, okay? I mean, but like, 
The problem is you're looking at, you know, you're looking at intimacy. Like, yes, I believe that intimacy is like arguing and all that. Like that is being intimate. And that's why you're, you're like liking him. But like a guy is not wired to like, you know, if you're like to, to feel that that's intimate and to start liking someone just because of that stuff. Like, it's just very different. Guys could be, unfortunately, guys could like sort of interact the way you guys are interacting forever and not like somebody like it's 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 different the way it happens for a man than it happens for a woman do you know what i mean he can continue to see you and keep his his feelings for you in a certain place in a safe place guys don't have that ability trust me if like i could pay for any ability to have okay in life like a magic ability i would buy that ability okay because we don't have that as women we just don't you know, yeah. our feelings grow and keep moving forward. And we don't know how to say, oh, I could, uh, I'll like him, but I'll stay safe and I won't like him too much. You know what I mean? We can't do that. But guys can. So they're less yeah. tortured than we are, even though he's tortured in his own fucking way and he's a weirdo. He's not as tortured as you are. He's not calling me up, you know, talking to me every little, analyzing every little thing that went on. And listen, I'm not making fun of you. I do the same thing. I'm a woman. This is what we do. You know what I mean? Guys listening to this call, my callers, like this is how girls talk. We look at every little thing. We call up our friends. We're like, he didn't text back, but he called me. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I've done the same thing a million fucking times. And that's just how we are as women, you know. But guys are less tortured in a way, unfortunately. They have it easier. He's not yeah. psychoanalyzing it as much, really. There are guys, listen, and my guy friends call me up and they talk about girls and they analyze things. They keep it a little bit more to themselves. They're not not complicated. They are complicated. But when you get a complicated guy, they're the fucking worst because yeah. you'll never get the shit out of them because they don't even know why they're complicated. That's the problem with men. They don't even know why they're doing it. We know where our shit is coming from because we're attached. Our feelings and emotions are attached to our actions. We understand. Men don't have that knowledge i remember writing reading this book and it was like it literally opened up my eyes and because i used to have so many boyfriends and they'd be like and i'd be like why'd you do that or why do you and they'd be like i don't know like i don't know you know and they and it would be obvious to me why they do it but they'd be like that's not true or i don't even know what you're fucking talking about and i'd be like you're such a fucking liar and then i read this book and what this guy said was so true and it made me really realize that guys really don't know why they do things and why they act and they're not lying when they say they don't know or they don't understand or because what it is is when men you know listen both of us come out of our mom's vaginas right and whether you're a man or a woman and you're crying and you have the same amount of feelings right it's not like guys don't have feelings like women what happens though at a very young age because they're men it's socially unacceptable for them to have certain feelings so they start and they stop talking about them to people and stop communicating about their feelings. So they start to lose the connection of where their feelings come from. Women, we never lose that connection because we're always talking about our feelings. So we know we have this feeling and this is why we're doing something and we could attach it to a feeling and we understand where shit is coming from. A man doesn't. But what happens is, and this is why they seem like the biggest fucking lying weirdos, is because they're still having feelings, but because they don't know and they're not, they, they stop talking about it when they're like three years old, they really don't understand where they're coming from. They really don't. They're not lying. They don't have a fucking clue because they didn't continue to talk like women. They're not wired that way. They don't have that attachment. So they really wind up to seem like, like the biggest retarded people to us as women because we understand it, but they don't. So he doesn't even know why he fucking does what he does. 
Do you understand? Yeah. And that's what makes it so hard to sort of, ma- listen, I've tried. I'm the master manipulator. I have tried to get guys that don't want to be in a relationship into a relationship every which way you could imagine. And 99% of the time, it's never going to work. It really isn't. You could try every different way. If this guy doesn't want a relationship, he's never going to wind up in a relationship. But that's when I feel like, how, like, when is he going to want? Like, he's, that's so fucked up. Like, he's totally. like, totally. It doesn't make sense. Yes. But, you know, he and could like, be 45, and as a man, that's okay. You know? Yeah. Like, what is he waiting for? But, like, that's guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's not all guys. There are plenty of guys that are wired normally. They're like you. They could have secure relationships, and they like relationships, and they like women. Do you know what I mean? It's not all guys. It's that guy. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes when you have like a really sick attraction to somebody, like I have found this, like when I'm really like uh, physically attracted to someone and it doesn't even make sense, it's almost like a dysfunctional thing. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I I, I hate to say it, that sometimes that's not like the best thing to follow, that insane attraction. Because I've had... I've had that situation with people before, and it hasn't led to a relationship. But what it has led to is other kinds of relationships. Like, I wrote a whole book. I wrote a whole cartoon book of all my stories of what guys from, like, when I'm, like, lost my virginity to when I'm 40. And I've had all kinds of crazy relationships. And I have to say, looking back, it's like, even though a lot of them, most of them weren't normal relationships, I had, like, really intense times and quote-unquote relationships with men that I probably still talk to to this day that I learned so much from that I, you know, and I and I appreciate all those relationships. So sometimes even though you're not going to have a typical normal relationship with someone, you have something with them and it winds up to be something that you learn and grow from and it's great and you could be friends with him for the rest of your life but it probably will never turn into something like exactly what you wanted to which is like a normal relationship because he's not wired that way but until you find a guy that you like more than him you know it's going to be what yeah, it is sometimes it's like i feel like maybe like the idea of him that attracts me Oh, and it's the challenge. Know. It's the challenge. Come on. Yeah. It's the good sex. I get it. Come on. You're like a human being. You can't help that shit. Good sex yeah. is really hard. It's a very strong very thing. Hard. Yeah. I My best boyfriend I had the worst sex with, okay? And so it was easy to walk away from him. And I've had, like, the worst relationships with guys with the best sex. And it's like I couldn't get away from that guy if you paid me. You know what I mean? It lasted way longer yeah. than it should because of that sexual pull. So you know what? Keep going back there until you can't fucking take it. You're 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 kind of giving him what he wants without sort of demanding anything. I don't know that you're going to get anything from him anyway. So you know. It, so after the letter, I actually asked him like, "What do yeah. you want?" It? And like, and he, I actually said it like, "I have feelings for you." Yeah, I great. Said it. Like we text like when he said it, he read it. I said, like, so it's obviously that I have feelings for you. He's like, I like, I like hanging out with you, and I like, I'm attracted to you, and I like your companion, but like, I don't think I'm there. Like, and I was like, I'm not asking anything. I'm just like, I want to know what you want. And then he said, like, just keep doing what you're doing, right? And just be honest and upfront, because I'm a passive guy. And I, my whole life, I had to have people asking me to do stuff and everything. So he wants me to keep doing what I'm doing. Okay, fine. But, like, he, want, he needs to do something. 
Yeah, but he's so not gonna. I, he just wants you to keep doing it. Like, I, no, I mean, but I mean, like, for example, I asked him out again. Mm-hmm. I was okay, so let's try to see each other more often. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, fine, just let me know when you're coming here. Because actually, I live in Long Island, and he lives in Manhattan, so I just, like, go there sometimes. And then, like, I, I went there this weekend, and it was my birthday, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're more than welcome to co- go to my party because, like, you know, I invite him on the Facebook event yeah. and everything. But, like, it's my birthday, so, like, I can't just be with you. I'm going to be with, like, 100 people. So I want to see you, just me and you. Like, do you want to do something before? And then it was like, oh, I'm going to check, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, he didn't say anything. And then, like, I was like, you know, like, he, like I invite him and he doesn't Not say even anything. that. It's your birthday. He didn't even say, let me take you out for, like, dinner. Yeah, or he doesn't say yes. He doesn't say no. He doesn't do anything. And then my birthday, like, my friends literally took the phone away from me because we were, like, five blocks away. And I was like, they were like, no way you're going to text him. And I was like, no, yeah, just like, just take this shit away from me. And then when it was like 11.55, 11.55, he said, happy birthday in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the guts to go walk five blocks to say happy birthday to me. In he person. didn't even invite you out. But this is, he's never going to do that. He told you flat out. And for right now... You either have to, and it's very hard, I know, to accept the way that it is and just keep doing business this way, or if not. But what I know is the way girls are, because I'm a woman, and I know that now that you have it in your mind, you're always going to, and you could get addicted to, like, sort of wanting something that you can't have. It's very addictive, you know? And when somebody gives you that and takes you it away, I forget what it's called, but I remember when my therapist told me, like, that kind of, like, uh, giving instant gratification like inconsistently and you never know when you're going to get him to be nice like that kind of thing is very addictive and you can get very addicted to those kind of people in your life and they could drive it can make you an insane and a, a, a normal secure person like you could turn into the most insecure crazy person when you hook up with a guy like that because he's never going to give you that consistent thing but when he sort yeah. of is nice sometimes then he disappears and then he comes back and you don't know it it creates a sort of intensity but it's not really intimacy. That kind of intensity isn't intimacy. And I've fallen for it a million times. Trust me. I'm a magnet for those kind of guys. Okay? So I have experience. Um, yeah. You've had normal relationships. You're better than me. You know? You, you So you should try as hard as you can to kick the habit. At this point, I think you're, like, addicted to him. We could all get addicted to anything. And uh, it's very hard, I know, with the sex. Uh, but you would probably do... Uh, good for yourself if you try to date as much as possible and try to find somebody else to like. Yeah, I've been trying to, but like, there's only douchebags. Yeah, it's hard. Well, this guy's kind of a douchebag too, but it's very hard. Okay, I know it's hard to. It's not even that they're just douchebags. It's hard to meet that one guy that you like, but eventually you will. You'll meet another person. It could be two months from now. It might not be six months. You know, it. But I would try as much as you can to not be with this guy because the more you have sex with him, there's a hormone that is let loose in our bodies that makes us want to be closer to guys that make us orgasm really good. It's very true. I'm telling you. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Works. So like I didn't like after that, like I, I was like putting my mind that like if he doesn't show up my birthday, it means that he doesn't give a fuck. So why should I? So I am not actually, I didn't, I, I think I just said thanks. And didn't say anything. So he posted on my wall on my birthday, like, happy birthday. 
and then today he liked my pictures. He didn't do that, like, the past two months. So now that I'm not talking to him, he's doing this. Like, he's showing. Like, that's, I know, and I know that if I don't talk to him for another week, I know he's going to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And right. then, like, so, let, but, so let that happen. But I'm telling you, just try, because it's just going to be, I'm telling you. you but, yeah, call but me then up, it's going to be the same. I'm yeah, gonna go so you're going to call me up six months from now. It's going to be the same thing. I've done business with these kind of guys forever and it's literally like i hate to say it but you're in jail right now i swear to you when you eventually it's like being in jail liking a guy like this i swear (laughs) i have i've been in jail and when you stop liking someone like this it's like getting out of jail it's like the most amazing feeling and you swear to yourself you'll never do it again because when you're trapped in this kind of cycle with somebody that like we my podcasts are normally only like 50 minutes we're on the phone an hour and 10 minutes you know it's like because it's like it's not resolvable like there's you're not I can't tell you what you want to hear that this guy's going to turn around and be this great guy and that's not going to happen tomorrow do you know what I mean but I get being in your place where you just can't get that in your head and you can't like cut the cord and eventually though when you do when he pushes you to the you got to like hit a bottom he's got to just be such a fucking asshole that you're done and then you'll be upset and then you'll get over him and then you'll be like oh my god you'll be so much happier without him because it's like being trapped in a vicious thing but for now while you're trapped get as much good sex out of it because that's one thing you get out of it that's good right yeah just get laid a lot yeah i think if i i i had like just like sex relationships with guys before and it was fine i think he's the like i think if he turning to me and said like paula i just want to have sex with you no it wouldn't be you know what i've had very successful booty call relationships too with guys that i didn't like it can't be you can't have booty call relationships with guys that you like them and they don't like you you have booty call relationships with guys that are obsessed with you that you don't like okay that's the way it works that's the way it works that's the rules of booty calls i fuck guys for like seven years okay and use them in between boyfriends because they were totally into me and thought i was amazing and i was never gonna like them and i liked them at one time but you know what i mean that's the way it works it will never work to booty call a guy that you like them and they don't like you never it won't work unfortunately it won't work because you like this would be the perfect guy to have a booty call with because he's like so great in bed i'm telling you i just came out of this i had a two-year thing with like my best friend and we never had chemistry with him and then we made out and was like the best chemistry and it was like i literally had to stop having orgasms with him it was the only thing that helped me get over him i was like you're not gonna make me come and i'm like i'm a full-fledged weirdo like i don't want to be that way with sex do you know what i mean like that's really unhealthy sex is like a healthy thing like i don't want to be like don't make me come because then i'm gonna like you you know but i have to say when i stopped doing that and i stopped giving myself to him and it helped me to eventually get over it and now that i don't like him anymore oh my god it's fucking heaven i feel for you because you're kind of trapped and you need to get out yeah and it's been like so long like and i can't like i i feel like i can't like anybody else and it's not like i know I you can't until you're over him totally you're not open to meeting anybody else because that's what happens you become fixated because it's just like this is a problem you can't solve i'm telling you it's like yeah. literally crazy making and I have no solution for you. The, really, what you have to do is stop liking him. You have to get to the point. Just keep going after him. Get to the point where it just totally sabotages in your face. Like, you really just need for him to really, like, push you to the edge. That's what hap- happened with me. And that's when it really is over. Like, they just have to be really bad. Even though some people would be is, would just say, after listening to all the shit you said, that this isn't a bad enough. But not yet, you know. You haven't reached your limit with him yet. You need to get yeah, that. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, my friends are like, please just 
stop. She's like, <laughs> you can't. Forget you're addicted. Him. I'm like, I can. It's like, I can't. Yeah, you can. You're addicted. <laughs> yeah, you're addicted. You can't do it until, like, any addiction, you can't. You need to hit a bottom. He needs to be such a fucking asshole. And trust me, he will. You'll get to that place when you're ready to be done with this. It'll happen. And I'd love for, I need to end this call because I can't have a podcast that's too long. I could talk to you for another two hours and you're never going to feel, I'm never going to give you the feeling that I know that you need, which is somebody to tell you that it's going to like work out magically and tomorrow it's going to be like perfect. I remember once I liked a guy and things were so weird and it was back and forth and it was crazy. And I went to my friend at work and I said, do you think like he's like the right guy? And he's like, no, Kathy, I know he's not. And I'm like, how do you know he's not? He said, because there wouldn't be any of this. And he's right. When you meet the right person, you've had real relationships before. Look at how it happened with your parents. Like, I believe in Insta relationships. When you like someone, they like you. You get together and it just goes from there. And there's not all this yeah. fucking bullshit. That's the way that it works when normal, when normal relationships happen. When you have yeah, all this stuff in the beginning, never get over. this doesn't work. There wouldn't be any of this. There shouldn't yeah. be any of this, you know? Um, yeah, but you help me. You help me. Okay, Just good. I, I have someone that is neutral. Yeah, it's good. Okay, well, keep me posted. And when you do get over him or like you have that a really bad scenario, you know, I, I don't know if you listened to my podcast before, but like I have repeat callers and I love to always give updates on people. So when something big happens, um, let me know and I'm going to have you back on. Okay, perfect. All right. Thanks so much for calling in and good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Melissa. Bye. <laughs> Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.